Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, only in New York. Welcome to Only in New York. I'm Tracy Carnazzo. I'm Andrea Allen. And I'm Hamda. And our guest today is an Emmy award-winning reporter on the very popular New York station NY1. And he's in a band called Perp Walk. Please welcome Roger Clark. Hey, Hi. guys. How's it going? Oh, my God. Hey. Roger Clark from New York One is here with us on our podcast. I have been watching New York One probably my entire life. Are you guys like, yeah, it's absolutely like um, if you wake up in New York and you put that on, you kind of have like the beat of New York before you get out there. They just Mm -hmm. kind of like run what you need to know right now on a cycle and you're good to go and you don't sound like an idiot out there. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. You guys have been informing us like crazy. Like when I was, you know, younger, you know, maybe in high school or whatever, I used to watch like all of like, you know, the round table stuff and all of like, you know, the political things. And I, cause I just loved New York one. Like I was so into it that I would talk to, like I would call my grandmother and we would like chat about what we saw in New York one that day. <laughs> yeah, New oh, Yorkers good, and New York one, there's like, you had to have watched it at some point and, and have been addicted to it in, in a very special way as a New Yorker. So welcome to the show. It's so incredible to have oh, you. Thanks for the kind words. It's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's, I'm glad, you know, I mean, it does happen sometimes where you meet the people who, who do not watch, mm-hmm. you know, what? like someone who just moved to New York City and there then you go. they mm-hmm. don't have cable. So uh-huh. we show up and they're like, so like, what are you going to do? What do you do? What is it? A cable access? What is it? No, that's how you know that these people are from out of town and fuck out of here. I mean, okay, yeah. here I am. Hi, I'm Andrea. I'm from Canada. I did not know about New York One. However, I got wind of it, no pun, during the hurricane <laughs> because yeah. I was like, what the fuck is going on? And it felt like this- Which hurricane was it? Uh, hurricane Sandy? Yes, yes. And I remember oh, just being holed up in my, yeah, and, and holed up in my apartment and I was just like, I need to feel safe. And the people at New York One are giving it to me fucking straight. It was such a sense of comfort for me in that time. It was like, oh my God. Oh yeah, so big time. So now, you know, like as comics, uh, you know, Andrea and I do stand-up comedy and Hemda is, you know, a famous podcaster, 15 years. We work with people all the time. Like, you know, we work with celebrities and everything. And I'll tell you, um, I did a show at Caroline's a few years back and I remember walking into the green room and you were in the green room. (laughs) And I walked in and I looked at you and then like I walked back out and I was like... <laughs> That's Roger Clark from New York One. Like, why, why is he? Why is I'm he like there? because you're you're so, you're inside of our homes. Yeah, every yeah. day, and it's like you know you know when you look at someone and you're like I don't know if I know them from TV or if like they're they were like in my Spanish class in high school. Sure. Yes. yes. Uh huh. Yes. Is this my? Is it my hey. uncle? Yeah. Right. I'm like that might be. Is he my cousin? I'm like, what? and I walk out, I'm like, Roger Clark from New York One, and I walk back in, I was like, you're Roger Clark from New York One. You're at my comedy show. And you're in the green room. May I may I point out that this is not the first time that we've referenced the Caroline's green room. The last time we referenced the Caroline's <laughs> green room was when I was on a show there and I wandered in and comedian Michael Blackson was there with his entire crew and me being the only white person in the room freaked out drank out of the sink like a cat with my hands and then left. Yeah. 
It's hard this meeting our heroes. Experience. There's so many weird things that happen in the Caroline's green room. It's just, yeah. just it's a small Water room. tastes good that way, though, don't you think? I feel, like, I feel yes. like how many times you wake up in the middle of the night and you're thirsty, and why get a glass when you could just right. do it like a cat? You Give know? me some fucking New when York City water. When you could just get water. the hose from the yard like, and put your mouth on it. Why even get up? Why not just have a hose in your bedroom? I was trying I to- just, I love that um, Tracy had the most New York response. She's like, what? And then she left and she's like, you're New York. <laughs> you're Roger Clark. And Roger Clark like, from New York One. And it's so funny because like I said, people yell, do- people yell your name at you all the time, don't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, the big one is like, they don't really say my name. They're like, yo, news guy. <laughs> <laughs> yo, channel one. Hey, you know, and I was, I'm like, hey. That's, so well, that's I was, it counts. It still counts. You know? I yeah. was doing a show at Caroline's and uh, we had a band on stage with us and you were playing in the band. <laughs> you were like the special that, guest. I was like, this was is the best done, day of yeah. my life. And I remember just, you know, like I said, we work with many people and I'm not like the person to like take a selfie with anyone or like, I'm just like, hey, how are you? Yeah, great. That's great. You're famous. Good. I was like, I have to take a picture. I have to take a picture with him. I was like, come here. We're taking selfies. We took selfies and I called my mom and I was like, you're never going to guess what just happened to me. I met Roger Clark from New York. When she's like, New York one, Roger Clark from New York one. Whenever Tracy calls her mom, you know yeah. you did something right. It's like, I'm going to tell my mom this. It's like, oh, fuck yes. Fuck yes. Yes. Oh, so that's yeah. good. The good. whole fam well, is yeah. on board. It's just, you know, I'm just trying to, a lot of people that listen to this podcast, they don't live in New York. You know, no. we have listeners from all over the world and they're listening to this podcast to find out about New York culture. And New York one is just part of our New York culture. It's the it's the thing that you turn on before you go to school in the morning, before you go to work in the morning. Like that is, you are the soundtrack of our lives and you live in our houses with us. And I'm so glad that I got to meet you at Caroline's because here you are on our podcast to tell us more about your perspective on New York. Can I? Yeah, no, it's good. Can I ask a question? So what do you guys, I love, I'm a sick person. And one of my favorite things is when newscasters freak out live or like something happens and they can't stop it. Yeah, because uh, you guys are live, so people are doing things behind you, things like I, that. I'm sure. And so like, what do you do? Like, there's this video I love from like 10 years ago. A, a, fly, a fly goes into a newscaster's mouth. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you know that one? That's classic, yeah. It's so good. And he's like, he's like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> he's like this fucking shithole town. I got to get the <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> I watch it on loop because he's so, you know, you guys have such a professional facade. You're obviously like, it's the news. It's serious. And then when someone breaks the wall, it's so funny to me. What do you do? Have you ever freaked out on air? And like, what do you guys do when someone does freak out? It's, I mean, yeah. I mean, I've had, you know, there was a time like a big thing was like the whole Baba Booey thing with Howard Stern. Yes. And so they would, so constantly, and still happens, but now they say something else, which I can't say. You guys might be able to say it. <laughs> they say it's another expression that somebody, Ooh. maybe another radio talk show host told them to say to us just as we we're about to go live. Oh, okay. I would love to start guessing. Uh, Fuck face, is. eat my uh, pussy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, you got, um, yeah. I got it. <laughs> but they used to say, yeah, but they would just, you know, uh, just at the right moment, you know, scare yes. you or jump from behind you. or. Uh, but I, mean, I was, knock wood, I've been pretty lucky. I had one guy, it was when Amazon decided they weren't coming and they had me in Sunnyside. Yeah. And I was, I was like, da-da-da-da-da-da, Amazon, blah, blah, blah. And then this guy, he was actually mean. He actually liked us. But he was uh-huh. like, came right over my shoulder, almost like I had a second head. And he was like, yo, New York one. <laughs> and I was like, thank you, sir. And another thing about Amazon, blah, 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 blah. You know? So I just rolled with it, which I was shocked because I, he, you know, he didn't get me, but it can happen to any of us any day. Yeah. Like it definitely is like worst nightmares to have, like, you don't want to be the guy who reacts negatively. Like, yes. I hate you and all your children, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. You guys keep your cool. It's like you don't even skip a beat. It's got to be such a, you must tr- like over the years get better and better at just like, we're keeping it together, you know. But also that's the most New York thing that could happen on New York one is going like, hey, New York. <laughs> 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 Let's put our heads together. We can do it. <laughs> yeah. Not in COVID. I guess no one's coming up to you during COVID, right? 
Oh, actually. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm still getting high fives and I'm just like, really? no, no, elbow, elbow. Please oh, don't my touch God. me. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. people are really great. I mean, it's funny. This, I feel like there's certain neighborhoods like uh, Harlem for some reason. We've been there a lot the last couple of weeks. And they have so, people are so nice. Yes. And they, I mean, just they all, they'll stop in just a second in a car on a major mm-hmm. highway. Yeah, yo, Roger. <laughs> like, what? And I'm like, it's okay, Sarah, don't cause an accident, you know. <laughs> people are so, later. <laughs> yeah, but that means a lot, though. You know, it really, it means a lot. It's great. Like, I, you know, like, you may not got a pat on the bathroom, you know, back from your boss or, mm-hmm. your, you know, but if someone, you know, like, screeches their car up and yells your name in the street, it's cool. You know, it's yeah. good. This is like, kind of like growing up here. It's like a badge of honor, like, yay. Yeah, yeah, of course. I've then, done something like that. I'm guilty of this. I was at New Park Pizza, which we all yum. know and love. Oh, it's one of my favorite. Top 10. Thank you, Roger, because you're the only one who really understands. Guess what Hemda likes? Go ahead, Hemda. Joe's Pizza in the West Village. Joe's huh? is good. Jo- okay. Don't you say it like that. Okay. <laughs> his, his voice went high Joe's at the app. Joe's right? is good. Joe's when I men know. lie, when men I'm lie. I'm reporting that Hemda. Joe's is good. <laughs> <laughs> She's fine. When she men don't tell the that. truth, their voice goes up at the end. Yeah. It's like, I didn't yeah. cheat on you. <laughs> oh I don't God. even know her. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Just pizza. Oh, no, I understand, Roger. You're saying it without having to say it. Um, so I was at New, New Park Pizza, and this is, I mean, maybe 20 years ago, and Tony Aiello was in there. And I was like, See, I, I guess I'm a really big fan of the news. I, yeah, I'm seeing yeah. this. I don't think well, I've seen you this years, amp. I watched that guy. Yeah, and I was like, Tony Aiello? Tony Aiello in New Park? I was like, can you stay right here? He's like, I mean, I'm ordering. Mm-hmm. I went next door to CVS and I bought a disposable camera. <laughs> That's great. And I was like, Tony, I, I'm sorry, can we take photos? He's like, yeah, I mean, sure. Didn't you see Nas in a pizza place too? Oh, Nas was in Joe's Pizza in the West yeah. Village. Mm-hmm. And- okay. Which is for witches, by the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, sure. oh hi, Roger. Yeah. Hi. Sure. Copy that. It's really good. This is exactly what I'm saying. This is where I cite people in pizzerias. Like I, you know, when I was younger, um, something that I used to think about doing was, uh, Joe. I was a big fan of Joey Fatone, uh, was, you know, not anymore. I'm definitely not. Oh my not, God, that's so cute. I'm definitely not still a really big fan of Joey Fatone. Um, so I saw, like, you know how like people have their favorite pizzeria? Like everyone from New York yeah. like, endorses one place. Yes. And he used to like this place in Brooklyn. And I'm like, should I just like hang there? Mm-hmm. Hanging and then tough. people are like, you know, he lives in Florida, right? I'm like, okay, all right, never mind. But there's a chance. There's a yeah, chance. tough. Huh? You don't when he know. visits, what's your what's your uh, go to, Roger? Pizza place. I mean, you know, the thing is, <laughs> I, I don't want to knock the pizza. I mean, it's pretty good. I, we have a Nick's here, like the one in Forest Hills. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's I, I that's like not. It. Listen, Nick's Pizza yeah. is uh, for everyone that's not from here. It is a brick oven pizza place. It's fine. Yeah. It's, yeah, you know, it's it's not um, it's good. It's just not a slice. You have to buy a pie. Exactly. I'm talking yeah. about where is your slice place? Well, yeah, you know the thing is, I live in Manhattan now, so it's it's like I it's the original Patsy's is like mm-hmm. on the 118th and First in sure. East Harlem. I love that, but they don't deliver, and it's it's not always easy to get to. If we happen yeah. to be in there, I will gladly go over there. But sure, I mean, I don't want to knock. It's, I'm a little bit of a pizza desert where I live on the Upper sure, East Side. Yeah. I miss, is, uh, yeah. dude, I miss New Park. I miss, you know, Totono's and Coney Island, L and B. You're so a pizza desert. That's such a thing. When you move mm-hmm. to a new neighborhood, and you're like, "Fuck, I'm in a pizza desert." Or you're in a bodega desert where you're like, "It's only one shitty one, and it's yeah. not really." It's it's. I used to live in Astoria, and there was uh, Mark and Anthony. Was it Mark and Anthony's? Michael and Angela. Mike, get it, get it, get it. Italians, Mark, Mark get it. it. Was <laughs> So there was Michael they and Angelo's. They were so fucking good. They were okay. Relax, guys. They were so no, fucking fair. Good. They were good. They were was Michael Twenty Third, Twenty Third Street. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I, I used to live. I used to live over there. Yeah, that was there. Okay. Yeah. 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 You know. Okay. <laughs> yes. It's okay. Roger, you are on my team. Roger's a one hundred percent. Yes. <laughs> I no, like but that part of Astoria. The pizza isn't. It's not that great. 
It, you it, have, well, there's um, a place, Saks Place, over on Broadway, which moved it's, okay, it's still okay. Yeah. The Greek the Greek food there is good. And the, the yeah, yeah, bodegas yeah. with the Greek coffee yeah. are incredible. And when I moved out of that neighborhood, I, I, I literally bike maybe 20 minutes on a weekly basis to just go to that bodega and get the coffee and watch the Greeks sit outside and smoke and fucking talk shit. It's like such a- And eat olives. Oh, yes. Just on the street. Do you guys experience this? Like, let's say you're full, but you get to a neighborhood where like your favorite pizza is or your favorite sandwich or whatever. I'm like, I- I'm going to buy this. And if I can't shove it in my face now, I will ride the train back with this. I can't leave this neighborhood without like mamoons. Wait, what's full mean? Uh, yeah. It means you don't want to eat anymore? Question Never. mark. All right. I mean, <laughs> sure. Yeah, I feel like that all the time. Sure. <laughs> After well, this, I'm already planning my like COVID outing when this is done. And I'm going to the West Village and they have like Mamoon's Joe's Pizza, that roadie place, you know, the mm-hmm. Indian. Look at mm-hmm. Tracy's face. These are good things that I'm mm-hmm. saying. No, I, yeah, it's, it's so good. It's just so good. <laughs> Living in a pizza desert is enough to really stress me out. And when I'm stressed out, I like to use BetterHelp Online Counseling. I've been using them for over a year now. And I absolutely love using BetterHelp Online Counseling because my counselor is available for video chats, texting, or phone calls. It's just so amazing. It's so much easier than actually going to a office. It's just so amazing. So in fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. I want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash New York. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash New York. <laughs> well, so to go back to being a newscaster, was this something that you wanted to do as a kid? Did you love the news as a kid or did you kind of fall into it? Like it feels like kind of a calling as a job. Yeah, I definitely wanted to be a broadcaster. I originally sports, um, mm. go figure. If it, yeah, um, <laughs> sure. But uh, sports, uh, but then Roger right was, now is dressed um, as a, um, a mascot for, yes, for Syracuse <laughs> University. Yeah, that's where I went to, you know, so that's where I went to college. Yeah, I'm very devoted, but um, I got there and then I felt that at the school's radio station, the, kid, the sports guys were like sports way too much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, don't get me wrong. Style. I love sports, but they were like, hey, we're going to watch the, uh, the Canucks play the Red Wings tonight. You want to come over? And I'm like, no, I want to go drink my face off like all the other college kids yeah. that I just met. Yeah. <laughs> so I, yeah. And, that's, and which was a problem, you know, it definitely set me back. I probably should have <laughs> focused a little more and di- I probably should have went to watch the Canucks Red Wings game sure. with them and ate, you know, <laughs> cheese balls and sure, instead I of going to $2 that's... pitcher night, you know. <laughs> I could see how that's important in college. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But that, I think, and then, uh, yeah. And then I realized also with sports is I feel like I want to be a fan, you know, I want to keep being a fan. Mm-hmm. I'm a big Mets fan and the Jets. And blah. I like all bad teams, sadly. And Oh. And then somehow, next thing I know, I'm doing news. Like, it was crazy. Like, I, I started in radio, and then I wound up in TV somehow. Now I'm still doing, you know. And where did you grow it. up? So, I, so it was weird. I, I was born in the Bronx, and I, I lived there for, you know, like 16 months. And then mm-hmm. this is like, I'm old. I'm 52. So it was like the end of the 60s. <gasps> 52. Stop the podcast. Yes. Stop the podcast. <laughs> I know. I don't release audio with people over oh, 30. <laughs> oh, well, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> well, no, I mean, the only reason I mentioned that is because believe it. So, yeah. So like, you know, we lived right by Yankee Stadium. And I think huh. everybody, it was getting a little dicey at that time with the, you know. The is that why you're burning. such a Mets fan? <laughs> I, well, yeah. Then, then we went to, to we went to Staten Island next because my Ooh. dad is from Staten Island. Oh shit! And I was there until I was seven, and that's where most shit of my got dad's real. Of the family lives. Yeah, I got a real. I'm a mutt, as they say in the city. Yeah, I've you know, I am like you know, my mom is Jewish, my dad is Italian Irish, so it's hilarious. Like my bar mitzvah was a riot. All the Italian people <laughs> are like, "What the hell is he saying?" You know, you're like hilarious. you're like the um that off off Broadway play, right? It's like, my mom's Jewish. My dad's Italian. <laughs> Meatballs and matzah. I live on a dumpster, New York. <laughs> but that's really how I, that's how I've lived my life. Like, you know, it's like the things that get me like an antipasta, like, I, I, oh my God, mm. salami, mm. olives, cheese, mm. you know, and then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, matzo ball soup, yum. 
you know, right. which I'm sure other people are like that too. But yes, I always prefer the Italian food over the Jewish food, though. It's strange. There were certain things like you could filter fish always grossed me out. Ew. Like when my grandmother oh, yeah. would have a plate. Well, I, I mean, that's, like, that's, uh, that's like if fish was a toothpaste. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Crazy. Nasty. Right. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah, I'm going to put that on a pillow. It. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, this is should, we're going to make t-shirts guys. <laughs> <laughs> Get the yeah. fish. If fish was a toothpaste. Just that's so, what they should put be- on it. Because we go over some Jewish culture here, that is the white Jews, the Ashkenazi mm-hmm. Jews. My Jews are Mediterranean. We have that Mediterranean diet. There's no good Yeah, they got the fish. good shit. Yeah. Oh, you're Sephardic, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Much better food. Much better. Thank food. you. <laughs> better food, very spicy attitude. <laughs> And very spicy food. Yes. Yeah. But also you have you can't I and I feel like if there's the crossover of the foods, it's dangerous. Like oh, um, yeah. my grandmother uh, apparently heard me and my sister talking about my Italian grandmother's delicious, you know, meatballs and spaghetti. So she tried it once. Balls. Mm-hmm. And it was like, yeah, it was the sauce was watery and it, she put like uh. peppers in it. And <laughs> we like just sat her down and had an intervention, and said, Listen, grandma. <laughs> Please never make this again. Like, you know, stick with the Jewish stuff. We do not want you to make meatballs and spaghetti ever again. And she did. so funny. My mom had the same experience. She didn't know what spaghetti was when she came here. And then uh, they they told her it was made, the sauce was made out of tomatoes. So she boiled tomatoes, but she didn't um, let them cut. Yeah, she didn't let it sit. She didn't let it drain. So it was this just watery thing that was like, pasta soup in a sense oh yeah no yeah 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 Yeah. she gave you egg noodles and ketchup (laughs) you think we were allowed ketchup stop it like a poor schnook nothing (laughs) is worse than during covid when i ate campbell's soup without putting water in it i don't know if anyone else i can't oh like when it says on the can condensed okay they weren't kidding I was in a rough place. I was quarantined for three weeks. I was not able to leave my house because I had COVID. I was getting desperate and a friend had left his Campbell's condensed soup in uh, the pantry. What I didn't. A friend. I never. Hey, can I, I just quickly need leave better this here? Can I, hey, you have some storage. Can I leave a couple cans of something? That's how small our apartments are. Yes, okay. New York City cabinet space is very, very, very valuable. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna brag. I have a lot of cabinets. So I, I it was like, I need to eat something. I ate all the beans. I ate all the rice. It was a disgusting time, and I didn't know that you add water to Campbell's. That's so dense. I, I was just dreaming. Maybe she thought condensed was like, it's so condensed with right? deliciousness. You it's, know? The, it's the nastiest. I don't, like, I look back on having COVID and I'm like, the Campbell's condensed soup incident was the worst. I'm part. sorry that happened to you. I was just drinking it being like, what? I can't believe people eat this. Oh, Speaking of Staten Island. Yes. <laughs> that's how I feel about Staten Island. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> there is a lot of good pizza on Staten Island, so I'm not going to um, say that. But so you lived on Staten Island, and then where did you yeah. go from there, Roger? Yeah, that my favorite pizza is Joe and Pat's on Staten Island. It's very good. Yeah, it's Joe very, Pat. very good. It's very – it's yeah. almost comparable to New Park a little bit. There's like there's like a relation. It's like a cousin of New Park. Yeah, yeah, I'd go with that. Yeah. Uh, after – so, yeah, then my parents split up when I was like seven, and then I went up in Forest Hills, Queens, where my grandmother parents had moved from the Bronx. So we right. kind of followed them. And I was actually, I got to give my mom a lot of credit. It was a good move. It was a great place to live, great place to grow up. Um, what area in Forest about? Hills did you live I in? I lived on 67th and Austin near Queens. Oh. You know, so I was near uh, the Knish Nosh on Queens yes. Boulevard, which yeah. has the best Knishes. No, so you were no right on the, the Jonas Schimmel. But. No, I, lo- I love a good Knish. You were right on the border of Rigo Park. Yeah, actually, it's crazy. When you walked out the back of my building, it was Rigo Park. And if you walked out the front, it was Forest Hills. Right. But and we, we had talked a about, you know. We yeah. talked about yeah. Forest Hills on this show before, and we, we called it like growing up in Queens. We called it, or at least now we're referring to it as the Manhattan of Queens. So when we were younger, you can't really like go out so much, but you went to Austin Street. You went to the movie theater there because your parents allowed you like that one to two mile radius and it all kind of combined in forest hills that's a great place to grow up i grew up in forest hills hemda i know i grew up i'm a product i'm a product of forest hills 
Well, that's this terrifying. Is, this that's is what terrifying. you get. You move to Forest Hills, you raise your children, <laughs> I don't, and this is what you get. I don't. You're talking about it like it's classy, but then we're saying that Tracy comes from Forest Hills. <laughs> right. Well, also, I will say this. Forest Hills is, is a very strange place, and we've talked about this before on the podcast, where there are so many borders on Forest Hills, and there's so many different areas in Forest Hills that have totally different feels. So I grew up um, right off of Metropolitan Avenue, where... Um, you know, but there was a, a, a ice cream parlor that's very famous on the corner called Eddie's Sweet Shop. Mm, and yeah. I grew up right behind the block behind uh, the Cinemart movie theater. So I would open my door and go in my backyard and it always smelled like popcorn. It's a suburban oh, wow. as fuck. Yeah. 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 It, it was delicious. It was more suburban than where Roger grew up. Right. Did you like it there? Who, me or Tracy? Yeah, yeah. Well, we know about Tracy. They don't care about me. <laughs> no, I did. I mean, you know, and but it's funny. Like, I would never say it was the mean streets in any way, shape, mm-hmm. or form, obviously. But there still were, like, big kids who, mm-hmm. like, picked on the little kids. And mm-hmm. I used to call – there was Yellowstone Boulevard, and I used to call it Danger Alley because I always knew that there was a chance that, like, some kid that, like, Nicki Monaco or Albert Katazi would find me. <laughs> And these names sound fake. Okay, no, so now Danger Boulevard. Danger Boulevard is actually right off of the Boulevard of Death. Mm-hmm. They actually right. intersect. So and you grew up just one block over, two blocks over from where Danger Boulevard crosses the Boulevard of Death. So you did have a very uh scary childhood out in the Killa Hills. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's I what, that's what we call Forest Hills, the Killa Hills. I was never in danger of getting hit by a car on queens boulevard we were taught how to cross properly i don't whatever but that being said i was in danger of albert katazi holding me upside down by my shoes until change fell out of my pocket oh that's like on a cartoon yeah 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 and also like they would the, the little league fields was a shortcut between my building and school Yes, but you could walk said, over the little bridge. <laughs> yeah you would go through a, a fence you know and you go through but there was a really good chance that Albert Katazi or Nicki Minaj would find you there as well. Like, it was strange. Keep they, thinking you're going to say Nicki Minaj. I know, me too. I'm like, he grew up with Nicki Minaj. This is crazy. Well, she probably would have been nicer to me than Nicki Minaj. You know, but, <laughs> I mean, Nicki Minaj used to... I actually got saved by a school aide named Miss Larity. She was like, used to smoke in school. It was in the 70s. She'd be like, Roger, Roger, don't let him bother you. You know? <laughs> But one time he was literally chasing me around the bathroom, those bathroom buildings in the playground at PS 174. Yeah. And she came out to like make sure that he was any. And she's like, Yeah, King Benaco, leave him alone. <laughs> she like, puts a she, cigarette out on him. She sounds more like a lunch lady. <laughs> yeah, she she saved my ass. Yeah, yes. no, she was great. You know, she saved my ass. Like, it was great. There's Shout always out. there's always like an adult teacher who you kind of know is a mess, but is your favorite. You know what I mean? Because they're like, yeah, I I actually I totally agree with you on that because yeah. I had two favorite teachers. I went to um Russell Sage. Did you go to Russell Sage, Roger? I did, I did. Yeah. So yeah. I went to Russell Sage for for quite a little bit of time. Like I, I was just there for two years. And um I had two teachers there. One of them was my homeroom teacher, and we used to hang all the time because I literally thought he was just like one of my friends. Oh, okay, please don't there be a story about <laughs> super inappropriate. Super inappropriate. Um Ooh, what was his name? His yeah. name was Lee Wolin. Do you remember Lee Wolin? He's probably I think I might have missed him. He was not no, he wasn't much older than me. He was wow. he was a very young teacher and we used to like hang. I'd be like, Yeah, I would call him by his first name. He did not like that. Tracy, show me on the doll where Lee Wolin touched you. <laughs> he didn't even touch me. And <laughs> Sounds like a Drew Barrymore movie. But I decided, <laughs> no, see, this is who I was as a child, though. Like, I decided that I was not going to call him by his last name. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you have to, like, I'm your teacher. And I was like, yeah, whatever. You're my teacher. Yeah. Sure you are. Uh, and then there was another um, teacher in Russell Sage. I think his last name, uh, he was my math teacher. And he was Mr. Provisato, maybe. Um, and he was just, like, oh, Mr. yeah. Provato. Provado, yes, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Mr. Prosciutto. Yeah. Yes. I know Mr. Prosciutto. <laughs> yes, exactly. And I loved him. I Prosciutto. loved him. Mr. Prosciutto was so nice. I just absolutely <laughs> loved him. And I felt like, um, you know, maybe he was a little bit of a hot mess. <laughs> and I think that's like why we connected. Yeah, yeah. I remember well, I pierced my own ears. I had like, uh, <laughs> uh-huh. I had like eight, I had like eight 
different piercings in each ear and I had gotten an infection and one in my, my gland was swollen and he called my mom and he's like, I'm really sorry, but I got to call your mom, your gland swollen. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, this is, this is my friend. And he was like, let me suck it out. The Mr. Uh Prosciutto. And that's why Andrea is not on the podcast too much. Yeah. Like we just like, <laughs> I'm just, I'm the red herring. Um, so, so when you, you were, you grew up in Forest Hills, what was the first place that you moved into the city, like on your own as an adult? Uh, yeah, I moved uh, to 58th between first and second was my first Manhattan place. Wow. And, that's and, such I an adult yeah. area to move to like as it. a young yeah. person. Yeah. I didn't Weird. like it. There was uh, a little. Is that in the area of the UN? Yeah, it's like it's weird. Sutton Place is one block over. Yeah, sure, which like, is very fancy. Forget about it. Like that's where people. Judge Judy lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean okay. it's crazy over there. I, I I would like just take walks and like wow, you know <laughs> that's what I do on Park Avenue now in the Upper East Side. I I, I walk on Park Avenue so I can make believe I'm rich. It's fun. Yes, me too. I like wave at the door, but hey, <laughs> no, I don't live there. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so but then I I had to get out of there. Now I live up in Yorkville, like ninety third fifth and third and i really like this it's probably the closest to queens you can get because a lot of people don't realize that there's a real kind of working class middle class enclave between 86 and 96 third to like the river Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. i go hang out at this like local bar when we were allowed to go to bars uh called ripes and you know everybody's like doormen cops Mm -hmm. firefighters like regular people who like kind of like the people i grew up with so i feel very comfortable there and it's nice to know because growing up when someone said upper east side i'd always assume like I, was, yes. I think a Gloria Vanderbilt or something. Yeah. Like, sure. Yeah. Do you yeah, only so. hang out with guys in unions? <laughs> I mean, cause I same. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> just by chance. Yeah. yeah. We you have know, more in common than you think. You know, you know, all of Tracy's ex-boyfriends. Do you have any close friends that are sanitation workers? <laughs> I, well, you know, it's funny. My old, the guy who used to do the news van with me, his mm-hmm. name was George. He was, but his sister's a cop. His dad works over at CVS, and he really desperately for years wanted to get a civil service job, just like his sister did. And yeah. he took the fire test, and he took the police test, and he took this the correction. And then one day, sanitation called first, and he was like, whoosh, out. Yeah, sanitation's a great job. I took the sanitation yeah. test. Of course you yeah. did. Yeah. I did. My father dropped me off at Richmond Hill High School to take the sanitation test. And I was like, come on, I don't want to. And he was like, no, there's city jobs are good jobs. And you're never yeah. going to get a better job than a city job. You don't really have to work too hard. This is such a weird phenomenon because I, I obviously I grew up in Canada, so a very different place. This city job phenomena that you guys have here, it's like a whole, it's like a whole lifestyle. It's like once you get in, you got a city job. Yeah, <laughs> it's so specific, and it it definitely is like like you know union guys and stuff like that. It's it's such a divide of like if you have a city job, you have security, you've entered this lifestyle, you don't have to worry about it anymore. And you just kind of get to cruise. You know what I mean? And that I've never really that's, thought. That's, that's the dream. That's honestly like, especially when yeah. you're Italian, the dream is, uh, I mean, you know, a lot of my Italian friends, I'm not going to stereotype. I'm just going to tell you my experience. A lot of my Italian friends chose not to graduate high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they worked with their Did dad. I mean, you know, the system was against them, but uh, <laughs> they chose yeah. not to graduate and they worked with their dad until they got a city job or until yeah. they got into a union. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. I just, I remember my friend Dennis uh, was trying to hook me up with like some of his Irish friends at, you know, this bar in Woodside, obviously. And uh, I, I remember saying to him, like, I'm not going to date them unless they could show me their union card. Oh my God. <laughs> and he's like, I have a few with union cards. I was like, okay, well tell them to come out tonight and bring their wallet. Cause I want to see their union card. Like not an STD test or sure. Not a black I, card. No, I don't care about that. Amex, no. The union card. Yeah. Um, so Roger, what was like the worst place you've ever been in either emotionally or, you know, paid rent to? Uh, and what is, oh, <laughs> a, well, I didn't like, yeah, my apartment, I didn't like that apartment of 58th between first and second. I will confess it was, uh, I was coming out of a, a, a divorce mm-hmm. and I want to kind of, you know, and so people like my family, you know, my mother's like, oh, you need a change of lifestyle, scenery. Maybe she mm-hmm. moved to Manhattan. And I'm like, I don't want to live in Manhattan. You know, like, it's so funny. Like it, when you were in, growing up in Queens and Tracy could probably attest to this, like, we would come to Manhattan maybe maybe once a year. Like it would seem yeah. like a very far off place. And then yeah. in your twenties, you came here to drink. 
Yeah. <laughs> because mm-hmm. like we used to actually, f- first we would go out to Long Island to go out, which sounds insane in the 80s. How dare you? We what? Went the, all, yes, we went the <laughs> Where would you go in Long Island? Like what areas? Like Long Beach. Right. There was this crazy Rockville place Center. called Chauncey's in Long Beach, Rockville Center. We go to like, I mean, just the weirdest places. There was a place that's on the airport in Farmingdale called Fighter <laughs> Squadron. And it was like, that's like an hour out. I know, but it was like, you know, my, so it was, I have my best friend was named John. He's from uh, Woodhaven and he had an older brother, a couple years old named Mike Arts. And he was like kind of our drinking, going out guru. He wore like, he had a cheesy mustache, like pencil thin mustache. I love this guy. A little bit of a fro going on. Mm -hmm, More of these mm -hmm. like print shirts, like silk shirts. And he's like, you know. This is my kind of guy. I don't need a union card. I need this thin, weird mustache (laughs) thing. I'm I'm loving this. Oh, yeah. Like we half like laughed at him, but half also worshipped him. Like me and John would stand in the corner like (laughs) sipping sipping on a bot, like like a Bud Blight, you know, like, yeah, man. (laughs) Some hot girls here, huh? Yeah. Uh You talk to any? No. So you're- He's in the dance floor like, yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah he's like got a silk fucking thing. shirt. He knows what he's doing. He's got like yeah. a Charlie Sheen shirt. Is that like the kind of shirt with the two stripes? Yeah. yeah oh, man, yeah. And he would do the whole thing like where he'd be like, guys, just give me 20 bucks. I'm giving 20 bucks to the bartender. We're going to drink woo-woo's shots all night. Yes. <laughs> well, that's the party. The party guy is connected with all the bartenders and knows exactly. everyone. Yeah, yeah. You need him. But then at the end of the night, he usually went up with, you know, like, he's like, I'll see you guys later. We're like, how do we get home? You know? <laughs> and he's well, like, he you got to learn, you. kid. Yeah, yeah. truly, I, truly. I actually got one time, it was, it was I, I got stranded in Long Beach. They all left without me. <laughs> that's so far. I, I had it was a hike from from Queens and so I started walking to the railroad station I was like I know there's a railroad train you see it here somewhere right on Park Avenue yeah yeah exactly but I got picked so all of a sudden a cop pulls up beside me I'm like oh crap you think and I'm thinking like he thinks I'm like Rambo like I'm some like you know loner (laughs) sure (laughs) but he's like and this is the crazy part he he says can I help you but he sounded like the cartoon character Snagglepuss yeah. Can you can you do an like, impression? Well, can I help you even? Yeah. <laughs> I was the weirdest thing. I was like, well, all my friends left me here. And he goes, Well, I'll take you to the train station even. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was the craziest thing. I never met a pl- So Woody like, Allen picked you up, <laughs> took you to the train station. Do you think exactly. the thing? in Long Island nobody walks? So it's it's very interesting to see someone randomly walking, especially at night to nowhere because everything is either a strip mall or very residential. So when you say there's gotta be a railroad here somewhere, it's not like New York city for those who don't live here. It is, you know, far between the neighborhood. So there has to be a railroad station close to you. So you were just taking a chance walking around. Yeah, I was lucky. He was really, he was such a, he was like really a sweetheart. He, He dropped me off at the train station. And then, of course, the next train was two hours later. I passed oh. out on the train station. Oh. The conductor wakes me up. He goes, do you need to get on the train? Yeah, sure. Oh get on the train. Pass out again. They wakes me. <laughs> it was a long night. So where um, did you wake up when you got on the train and you, so you fall asleep on the Long Island Railroad? That, that could be super dangerous because you could well, either end yeah. up in Penn Station, you could end up in Montauk, depending on which way you're going. <laughs> No, thank God the guy was the conductor was nice. I think he he was picking up on the fact that I was a little sleepy. Um, right. And, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. I've been a little uh, sleepy on the trains. I've been a little yeah. sleepy in the back of cabs on the <laughs> Right. It was street. a long so but then he woke me up at Forest Hills, thank God. And oh, that's nice. I think I got home like seven in the morning. It was crazy. I, you remember that's like that I, I mean this is I'm far removed from this, but that feeling of like you come out of the subway and it's light out. Yes. Oh my, uh, well, oh my god. Uh, Back in my drinking days, I would, you know, there was this window of time when you were getting home and the sun was rising and it was like, it was like fucking messes like you. And then also like sanitation and people like, it was this weird crossover with like people whose life that was very together and people who were falling apart. Yeah. I do. I do remember that like getting home and my dad used to go to work really, really early. Mm -hmm. And I would see like, like I'd be like walking home from wherever I stumbled upon a PS. I was sober. I was just disgusting <laughs> and i would be walking home and i would see like the lincoln town car like driving down the block and i'd like duck behind a tree <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i'd be like oh my god no <laughs> so i have a question for all of you so you all grew up in new york city and you're obviously under the care of your parents and, <laughs> and all in queens like a mile yeah. away from each other basically yeah. mm-hmm. rob so what 
happens when you start going out because my parents would never let me go out. And also like, there wasn't really anywhere for me to be going like, Oh, you're going to go into the woods. Okay, great. (laughs) But like you have city kids are just a different breed of person. I think I like you guys because you're all nuts, but I think it's like, because you're a child in New York city. So do you start getting in trouble? What are, what are the, like the, the boundaries with going out? Do they sort of give up? Yeah, I mean, I grew up with. I'm sleeping at my parents. friend's house. Yes, and they That's- buy that. Yeah, but you never yeah. slept anywhere. You just get home in the morning. Yeah, and, and they're then, like, "Oh, and did then you have fun at Christina's house?" And I'm like, "Uh huh, uh huh." And she's like, "Do you feel okay?" I'm like, "Yeah, no, it's fine. I just I slept, um, and the the bed was uncomfortable." That's the thing. It's like, why does my mother suddenly think I wake up so early in the morning mm-hmm. to my friend's house to come home like in time for either school or right, with glitter or, all over my body in every just, crevice? Why, Roger? Where did, did you, you have glitter all over your body when you came home? Um, okay, a couple times. Be honest. Be honest. <laughs> I'm sorry. Strip cup glitter. <laughs> oh, that kind of gl- oh god no oh god yeah. I was kind did of two shoes in high school. Like I, it took me. In fact, I would like be more apt to like uh, talking about Austin Street before my mom would send me down to pick my sister up, who's about only 16 months younger than me. Mm-hmm. And she was way cooler than me. I mean, she mm-hmm. she had friends. Well, you know, I was like, um, <laughs> that's my older brother's experience. We're 16. Yeah. We're about 16 months apart. <laughs> yeah. And I'd be like, cool mom, girl. I'm watching Dallas. Damn it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> like I was such a dork. I was homework. like, I- yeah, I was like, this is my Friday night lineup of Dukes of Hazard and Dallas. I cannot leave. And <laughs> Dukes of Hazard. <laughs> I know. I now I'm ashamed now because they had a Confederate flag in the car. Obviously, sure. that's an issue. It's but. okay. We're gonna forgive you right now. Yeah, you didn't so, know. What was the craziest thing that you saw in New York City? You're like, holy shit, this is New York. Nothing is ever gonna top this. Was there something you remember? Oh yeah, well I always the aforementioned my buddy John. We were, um, you know, typically as you guys know, at the end of the night you try and find a snack, mm-hmm. and sometimes sure. it would be the legendary White Castle. Which- <laughs> Ooh yeah, I mean sometimes it's a diner. Yeah, of course, and then everyone's just like not well. Yeah, yes. it was something about going to White Castle that yeah it was the it just the characters. And then so one night we're sitting there and he, you know, he'd gotten his and believe it or not, I used to prefer the chicken sandwiches, which people think I'm crazy. I don't know. So I would get chicken sandwiches, onion rings, sometimes, I mean, you know, big soda and, mm-hmm. and we're sitting What there. time was this in the morning? Like, this had to be about, about 3.30 a.m. It's in Bayside, okay. Queens. And so all of a sudden we hear a little altercation between some guys and, and the other guys like, yeah, you know, and, and then all of a sudden one of them just goes like, like straight out of Karate Kid. Ah! Like what? And all out karate brawl starts. Like it was the coolest thing. I felt like I was watching a freaking Bruce Lee movie. Like it was. Were they both good at karate? They were pretty good. It was like, I was like, we were, and me and so, and we're like, (laughs) we just keep eating. Like it's nothing. So, so do you think, do these people know each other and they're like, let's practice our karate? Is this a real fight? I think they, I think it was pretty, like, they walked in and saw a guy who was, like, in a rival gang or, mm-hmm. they, or they had a beef with. A rival and- karate gang? <laughs> Let it me really tell you. karate kid. Adults that do karate are the Cobra weirdest Cup. fucking people. And I always see karate dojos. There's one in Astoria um, right under maybe the Broadway stop that has, like, all the photos. Yes. Guy's karate career. I don't know if you know it. It's next to an Irish pub. Yeah, it's intense. Yeah. It's like it's like a lifestyle. Every, everyone, because you walk past it and you're like, what the fuck is this? But it's it's like adults who do martial arts. I'm like, have you, are you a virgin still? Because this is so. So it's like, to you, it's like a kind of like a video game kind of lifestyle? Yeah, yeah. It's very specific. Yeah. So well, you okay. So I wish you knew it though. Like I wish I oh, like, I of course like I to do. be able to like be a black belt but not put in the effort exactly. of going to the dojo and exercising and stuff. Like, like it just I comes just naturally. Be able to, like, yeah, you know, like at any point be able <laughs> And to a white castle. Quick. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, Sizzler, White Castle, you know. <laughs> You're gonna have to defend your honor in a white castle and you need to know how to do karate. That's you know, that's just well, like I have a I have a yellow stripe from when I was a kid. So oh, I have a yellow I, belt in judo. There we go. And Andrea and I both tried capoeira. Yeah. Oh. Uh, is that that? Wait, Jenga. hold on. So that's that animal that's kind of like a very, very big guinea pig. That's a capy boppy. Capybara. <laughs> 
I, I did capoeira. Capoeira is Brazilian dance fighting. And it's- <laughs> Wait, did you guys go together? No, no, just different times. Oh, different times. <laughs> yeah, totally different times. It, it makes a lot of sense that who me and Hemda are, we both did Brazilian dance fighting. Like it definitely tracks with our personalities, but it's a weird sport. Like a, not a lot of people know no? it. No? Yeah? <laughs> Brazilian dance fighting? It's weird. <laughs> it's so fun. It's, it's so, so fun. fun. It is not a fight Why'd technique you stop? at all. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Why do okay. you guys stop? <laughs> it's, okay, it's so it's hard. It's really hard. Yeah. Oh, watch okay. watch your fucking hard. mouth. It's so hard. <laughs> mm-hmm. No. Everyone who does capoeira, is, it's like everyone who does Pilates or swims. They are yes. so hot and Mm -hmm. lean and you're like i don't know whatever weird dance shit you're doing but you look incredible you go Um, just to stare at the teacher you're like yeah are you real yes and 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 like i could never find a place that would offer it i i found it at a gym they stopped offering it because everyone was like what the fuck is this it was too hard yeah because it's expensive it's It's very expensive yes um and then i found like the new york capoeira society oh Mm -hmm. (laughs) sorry i'm just writing this down god And you go into a, it was in a where, like an abandoned warehouse in Queens. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sure. Like, oh, were you doing capoeira there? Okay. And I was just like, what? Okay. I really think I'm in the right place. <laughs> Some lady in a karate outfit like jumped out. But you know, it's like anything. I mean, that's the beauty of New York. You can find a weird pocket and just, you know, join the fun. And, and now I have capoeira friends, you know. Sure. <laughs> Wow. Well, Andrea, thank you so much for, uh, you know, enlightening us about martial arts. She was like, oh, Roger, you saw karate. Let me tell you about a real uh, thing that people do. Oh, (laughs) I'm going to do a pirouette and jump kick in your face. Wow. I did a story at the, uh, there's a a Shaolin temple and the guy, like the real life Shaolin, like Wu-Tang Clan. And they actually go there. He's there. They call him Shifu. Shut and, up. Yeah, I swear to God. And this guy, actually, he's like the coolest guy, the, the, the head of it, because yeah. uh, I saw him on, he was like one of these shows where like, he was, he, he killed kill somebody with like his finger. Yes. Mm. Like mm-hmm. he could put the pressure. Yes, in, like in kill Bill. Point. Yeah, like it just killed him. And, but he's like, hey, Roger, how you doing? And, he, and then he starts the class and he's like, oh. <laughs> 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 like, and everybody's like, yes, you vote. Yes, you vote. Like it was crazy. I was like, oh my God. But Is this in Staten the, Island? This is actually in Manhattan, down in oh, Soho. Okay. He's had this studio for years. And you, the pictures on the wall, many celebrities. You're like, Wesley yeah. Snipes, Morris Chestnut, the guys yes. in Wu-Tang, like all these guys. And it's the real deal. Like, And he's like, please come anytime. And I was like, I don't think I could It's just so much discipline. Yes. It is a lot, I'm not a yeah. disciplined kind of person. I don't know. It's also a lot of like, yes, sir. And I'm like, no, sir. <laughs> I no. got enough. I got to. I got to tell that to my mom all the time. I don't need to. I'm Hamda from Queens. No, forget about. <laughs> Absolutely not. What? Uh, my, so you yeah. mentioned Wu Tang being from from being from Staten Island. That always like blows my mind that Wu Tang came from Staten. Island. It's the coolest yeah. thing to come out of there. Yeah. Well, the pizza. Did, did right, you listen yeah. to Wu Tang when you're in Staten Island? Like, is there is it like a point of pride for people from Staten Island, or are they too racist for that? I I, I guess it depends on who you ask. You know. Yeah. <laughs> You know, um, it's a strange, bar- it's a, it, you know, the thing is, it's like, I have a soft spot in my heart for it because as a kid, like we'd go visit my dad. And of course that was a big highlight. We only saw him once a week. So, yeah. and going to my, like my aunt, like for instance, Tracy, you may be able to relate to this. They had like an above ground pool in the backyard. Mm-hmm. So I just lived in an apartment Lassie. building and we didn't have a yard. We didn't have a pool. We had nothing. Like it was just like, mm. you know, the apartment. So going over there was like a special kind of thing. Yeah. It was yeah. like you were going like, to a resort. It was very suburban. So like I always, that's my, so yeah. But that being said, like, when I got the job in New York one, I moved back to Staten Island and I lived on my dad's floor for like three months and finally he's like, yeah, you've got to get out of here. Okay. So <laughs> like, well, Roger, get out. He had a mustache so, and a shiny shirt. <laughs> yeah. He's like, get out. Yeah, exactly. So then, um, I, I get this apartment and literally the first day I get there, I drive up and I park and a guy comes running out of the house with a mustache and shiny shirt. Go figure. Yes. I love it. And he goes, Hey, you, what? What are you doing? And I'm like, uh, what? He goes, what are you doing? I'm like, I go, that's my wife's spot. And, I, <laughs> and I'm like, what do you, well, what do you mean? It, it, it's this, it's this, 
the street. He goes, no, 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 no. My wife parks there. You can't park. And I, I don't know what to do now. Like, I have, like, do I fight this guy? Do I challenge him? Or do I just move on? And I was like, I Enter the just, dragon. Yeah, like if I knew now, if I just knew karate, right? The spot or Brazilian been dance fighting. I would have been like, yeah. yeah, you know who spotted this? <laughs> bang, boom, bang. <laughs> you know? But instead, I was like, yes, sir. <laughs> that <laughs> is so. That's something that we really don't talk about. We haven't talked about that on the podcast yet. Like owning a spot. Yeah. People think that it's like. Crazy. I remember my dad used to like sit by the window and he'd be like, oh yeah, he's going to park there. No, he's not going to park there. I'm going outside. And my mom would be like, can you not go outside? He's like, I'm going outside. I'm going outside. Like, you know, why you park? Why do you have to park in front of my house? It's there. It's like those signs. Uh, you like people who have dry, tiny driveways in Queens. A lot of the time, people have tiny driveways, and they have all these like corny signs yes. about not parking there. And I'm like, this is so serious to you. Don't pee in I'm, my pool and don't park in my spot. Yeah. Just to give people an understanding, like even in Queens, which is outside of, um, you know, it's called the outer borough. To mm-hmm. get a spot here, if so- somebody rents out, a lot of people rent out their garage, mm-hmm. and the spot spots $250 a month. So that's some of your rents outside in the other, in the other spaces in the United States. If you could even find somewhere, see by me, I I would love to buy a spot. I can't because there's nothing available. So you have to keep talking to your neighbors and seeing like if they hear of anything. Yes. Also who dies, but like if they hear of anything, it's like, you know, of any spots, you know, of any good spots. And also it's, and it's not even like comedy spots. It's just parking spots. I know. And it's not even a garage that you're renting. You're literally renting renting to park outside someone's house have you ever thought of just hiring a guy with a shiny shirt to yell at people (laughs) and then you know people put their garbage cans out in the street to save spots or like people would have like traffic cones like illegal traffic cones yes and And then if you don't respect it you you can get into a huge fight because the people in your neighborhood on your street know like that's your cone that's your garbage right like respect but you can and you can only do that for a little while like one of you gets out and puts it on there for like i don't know i feel like not up to an hour right or unless uh-huh. you know but i had a friend that would flatten your tires if you parked in front of his house and he i th- i don't know if he still does it but he was doing it so much to one guy that a guy <laughs> would he would keep like the thing where you can inflate your own tires in the trunk of his car. And he would, cause he would let all the air out of this guy's tires. And every morning, I guess the guy just allotted the time to fill up his tires to his work commute. Yeah. And he would get the thing out of the car, the compressor and my friend would watch him from his window and he'd be like, this guy keeps filling his tires up. Like, I wonder how long it's going to take him to get tired or like get the message, oh, like don't park no. in front of my house. See, at this point, now it's a war. Like if someone yes. wages war on you, then you're like, oh, I can wait forever. You know Parking what I mean? Parking wars yeah. are yeah. real. Yeah. 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 I can't yeah. do any of that stuff anymore because I'm on TV. It stinks. Like I can't. Yeah. <laughs> like I can't even challenge anybody on anything. I, I have to, you know, especially these days, you know, because everybody will put it on camera. Like I can't yeah. even, you know, like be a wise ass to somebody. You, you know, got to go to like minnesota to do that where nobody knows you let it out yeah it kind of sucks though because i miss it like I, I miss it to a certain extent because I, you know like i think i did like I, when i was younger i'm not saying i was a badass or something but i did used to like to like you know kind of like egg people yeah, on and stuff like that yeah. and i can't really i can't do it i can't because i, I mean someone's I, I, can you imagine i can't get in a fight I'm a no dude. no yeah. okay yeah. so yeah. let me ask you a question do you think that like are you even from queens if you haven't keyed someone's car Tracy, we talked about this. It's, it's <laughs> like, kind of, you have to, right? No. Let's, Is let's that get a thing? It, let's get a GoFundMe together so that you can go to Minnesota and key someone's car. <laughs> <laughs> As like your eat, pray, love. Like we're going to do- Roger, have you ever keyed a car? No. I would never do such mm, a thing. All right. I don't believe you're you, but it. he's like, no, I never keyed a car. It's it's kind of like um uh the Fredo the Fredo incident um oh my god not Daddy oh, yeah. Cuomo but his brother um yeah. oh Chris, yeah Chris Cuomo got in a heated argument because someone called him Fredo which is I guess an Italian slur yeah it's not great and you that guy, it felt yeah. it felt like yeah. he was waiting to explode that dude 
Uh, yeah, and, and and you know sometimes, like you mentioned, celebrities can't really freak out, and he fully freaked out. And then it was on; they had it filmed. It was on the news. He had to like issue an apology for it. I, I also saw Chris Rock throw someone's cell phone once in the in the comedy cellar, and I'm like, that's amazing that no one filmed that because it was. But that's ha- that shit happens all the time. That's just part of New York. You know, yeah, yeah but I mean, come on, you have don't, your cam on. Listen, yeah. you don't call someone Fredo. Like, that's, mm-hmm. yeah, that's not, you don't yeah, do that. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not a huge fan because obviously, like, you know, you know, it's, it's like this little nepotism going on there. Like, you know, oh, like, what? Yeah. No. But no. that being said, that being said, you know, yeah, that's like, was like, I think, Tracy, you'll probably agree, like, for like Italian folks, like, that's, you, you don't mess with the Godfather. No, absolutely not. But I, I will tell you what I do. Like this is, you guys know me a little bit as a person. Um, and what I like to do if someone takes my spot or does something <laughs> like that, um, or, you know, you know, like when you're parked and you're like pulling in, but someone's like trying to steal oh. your spot. Oh yeah. I've gotten I, into fights over that. I let them, no, no, no. This is, oh. this, you're, you guys ready for the yeah. technique? <laughs> you let them park there. Okay. You pull back. Okay, you roll your window down and go, are you going to park there? And they go, yeah, I'm parked here. I go, you sure that was your spot and it wasn't my spot? And they're like, no, I was here first. And you go, okay, park there. Go ahead. Have a good day. Go ahead. Leave your car there. Definitely park there. I tell you, 75% of the time they will get out and move the car because they don't know if you're going to smash their car. How do I forget that Tracy is so scary? But yeah. you have to be so calm. You can't yell because then it's like, yeah. and then, you know, they'll usually take a picture of your license plate. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I, I don't care. Unless you can prove, uh, unless you've seen me do something, you can't just give a license plate number and be That's like. That's when you know something. someone's doing criminal yeah, shit. Yeah. I'm not quoting the law. <laughs> Yeah, I've it's heard. My right. Yeah, okay. I've okay. heard. Under New York lo- loophole number 759 <laughs> on a technicality. I'm yeah. not touching you. I'm just right. saying, you Tracy's like, I find their family. Okay. <laughs> I go to their mom's house. I stand outside. I'm not doing anything. I'm just standing. I'm looking at your mom. What does she does? She doesn't mind if I look at her. I'm what just I'm- asking her how much she loves her kids. You know, I just want to know how much she loves her kids. So yeah. that's just the question that I ask her. All right. Well, this has been so much fun. <laughs> Roger, um, you have a great band called Perp Walk, uh, and I'm assuming that you guys are going to play out again one day. I hope so. One day. Yeah, it'd be nice. I mean, yeah. We when, can, we, <laughs> can we follow you on social media? Can you tell everyone where to find you? Oh, yeah, sure. Um, I'm on Twitter and Instagram, Roger Clark 41 because uh, my favorite baseball player was Tom Seaver. So he was 41. I don't know. What, I didn't think uh, – I thought Twitter was going to be a fad. So right. I, I, was like, I gave myself a fun name instead of, like, Roger Clark News or Roger Ugh. Clark TV. I wish I it was a fad. It. Yeah, I know. It, well, yeah, that's why, like, my, my, literally my wrists hurt on a daily basis from posting stuff because for work we have Ugh. to do it a lot. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. I, I, sometimes I wish it never happened, but it is what it is. But here we are, uh, <laughs> Roger. Also, when can people check you out on New York One? New York One is available on Spectrum only. Yeah, well, Spectrum, and also the cool part is we actually have a brand new app. A new Ooh, app. okay, so fucking yeah. Yeah, Spectrum News app. So if you happen to be like a Spectrum customer in another part of the country. Right. And you, you want to watch New York One, you can. It's pretty cool. You have um, to. Oh, it's and such an experience, to. especially like if you're not here and you just heard this, like definitely experience this. It's and do you have a, a regular time when you're on? Uh, yeah, just every morning. I'm on, yeah, usually I'm on, uh, yeah, it's weird. It depends on the day, you know. Like, okay. Uh, today I was on weird times because it was a tropical storm. Oh, my <laughs> God. Oh, just a, tro- hey, listen, it's a pandemic. It's civil <laughs> unrest. It's a tropical storm. I have COVID. Yeah, no big deal. Everything's, guys, shut down. everything is fine. There's nothing wrong at all. Everything's no, fine. Thanks for having me, though. I really Absolutely. This Hamza- was such a pleasure. Oh, my God. We loved having you. Hamza, where can we find you? What do you have going on? This was really interesting because this morning Tracy was like, well, Roger might have to be out in the storm, so we might have to delay it. So <laughs> it was really good to have you. Um, my podcast is called Keith and the Girl. We're 15 years running since 2005. It's a comedy wow. show. And Roger just said, wow, so you have to check it out. Yeah, Keith- guys. KeithandTheGirl.com, Keith and the Girl on every platform. My name is Chemda, that's spelled Chemda, and you can find me everywhere by just putting that word into anything. I mean, what else is going to come up but me? 
Isn't that no like one. a recipe for something? Sounds delicious. Yeah. <laughs> it's a spice. I love Hemda sauce. Uh, guys, <laughs> you could also find everything about this podcast in our Facebook group, Only New York Podcast on Facebook. Join it. We talk about the podcast. We post things that we talk about. And also, onlyinnewyorkpod.com is our website. We have so many things available. We have shout outs available. We have experiences that, you know, you can have virtual. Tracy will key your car. Tracy will <laughs> drive. I will to... go to your house. I will key your car. We will also, we can eat some brunch together virtually. We have all different experiences. Go check it out. We have holographic stickers for sale. It's amazing. And I have two other podcasts, 90 Day Fiance Trash Talk, Teen Mom Trash Talk. You could follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Trixie2Zini. And it's just amazing. Or TracyCarnazzo.com if I ever have a live date again. Andrea, what's going on over there? I would like to petition for us to have a car keying option on our website. <laughs> for Andrea, you're the one that does it. So go ahead, put it up I'm there. I'm going to add it for $5,000. <laughs> we will not. You have I don't to even care our... where you live. I'll drive to Germany. Bargain. <laughs> you have to cover our travel expenses. <laughs> Tracy will key your car and I yeah. will, I'll do capoeira. Yeah. And I'll scream that your, your girlfriend's a whore. Yeah. And just for like the whole queen's experience yeah or that, or that you're a scumbag <laughs> they can bring the hummus and and make you some tea um you can follow me at andrea comedy 69 on instagram uh it's all the fun things are there you can also listen to my other podcast the hot mess comedy hour you know it you'll love it um and yeah check out only in new let us key your car you know <laughs> just just consume us bowls sauce 